are recording. Let's check here. Yeah, we are. Awesome. What is going on, guys? It's day 30. Feeling really good today. Um, finally got the podcast cover updated. I'm pretty proud of this one. Um, so, hope you enjoy that. Just kind of gives a good a good feel to the podcast. Um, kind of a good face to it. So, you know, slowly but surely, we're leveling up here. Trying to trying to take things to the next level a little bit for you guys. <laughs> next thing we're going to tackle is the sound quality. Um, and then hopefully each time we just give you more and more value. Because um, that's the goal. It was just to keep growing, uh, keep getting better. But, you know, I, wa- I did have a kind of crappy morning. I My son, Finn, uh, he, was, he woke up a couple times last night. And um, I... I guess it was my turn to take care of him. And so I, um, you know, went in there, set him down, went back to sleep. Then again, around like four, like, I don't know, it was like probably like 3.30 or so. Um, and again, he kind of was just upset and went in there. And I actually slept on the floor for a little bit. Uh, then I, I got back into bed. I actually slept on the floor next to him because I just wanted to make sure he stayed asleep. Um, and then I I basically went back to bed like around 6 and then woke up at 7. So pretty weak. Sorry. Um, you know, sometimes when like my rhythm gets thrown off, uh, it's just mentally I, I, I crumble. And I, I really, that's something I need to work on um, is just staying very... Staying very, you know, consistent regardless of kind of like the changing variables. Um, you know, obviously the idea is to just have kind of a, you know, set bedtime, set wake up time. But, you know, I'm not there yet to where my life is, I don't know, predictable enough where that's, where that, where that occurs. Um, I guess I just don't have the discipline yet. And, you know, a lot, I, you know, I, I bought that book. I don't know if I talked about it earlier on the podcast, but it's called Discipline is Freedom. Uh, and I'm just really loving it. And it's really, you know, helping me focus on discipline as like an attribute. Like when you think of someone who's like extremely disciplined, um, you know, what comes to your mind, right? You know, they're probably in good shape physically. Um, they're probably successful, you know, financially. Maybe they have, you know, a nice house. They, they have a clean house. Like, I don't know. You know, I think of discipline, I just think of kind of order. Um, you know, I just think of predictability. And I, discipline is really the precursor to all other desirable attributes. You know, whether that's consistency, whether that's loyalty, whether that's respect. Like, it all comes down to discipline. Because I feel like discipline is is that inner voice, kind of, you know, that relationship with both the devil and the angel on your shoulders and ultimately making the decision despite, you know, one pulling you one way or the other, you know, you make the right decision. For me, you know, for example, it's like when I have that, that first donut down and I want to go to eat a second one. It's like the devil on my shoulder is like, whatever, dude. It's like, donuts not even that big a deal. Like, just like, just eat it, whatever. You never have donuts. And then the other, you know, the angel on my shoulder is like, 
no, like you're trying to be more healthy. Um, you know, the donut's an extra two, three, four hundred calories. Um, so it's like, you know, and, and so ultimately making that decision that's in tune with my, my long-term goals of, of happiness. Um, that, that's one thing I, I read in this book is like, everyone's all about choosing happiness. Um, and you have to, you have to understand that there's, there's kind of like two, you know, when you talk about happiness, there's kind of like these two metrics, like there's the short-term happiness or like short-term pleasure or short-term, uh, what do they call it? Instant gratification. And then there's like those long-term goals and like the, the overall trajection of your life. Um, and so it's like when you're, when you're aspiring to be happy, right. You know, you're aspiring to, um, you're for success, you know, that happiness is going to be reached, um, either in the short term or the long term. And a lot of times you can't have it both ways because if you eat that donut and you, you are quote unquote happy in the moment, um, you get that, you know, hit of dopamine and you get that sugar rush or whatever. Um, ultimately it's going to lead to long-term shoot diabetes, obesity. Um, it's going to lead to like long-term misery. Um, same thing with, with, you know, fitness. It's like, uh, I don't want to go to the gym. Okay, that makes me happy because you're putting off going to the gym, even though it really doesn't make you happy. It just makes you, you know, probably regret it later that day or later the next day. But ultimately, if like if you don't go to the gym, like you'll never achieve the the body or the the physique or the just the athletic ability that you're you're aspiring for. So it's just interesting how it's like, oh well, if I just if I just watch this movie, it's going to make me happy. When you really should be doing homework. And then that next day, when you have a test that you were supposed to be studying for, it's like, you're not very happy. Um, And that kind of leads perfectly into this quote that I read today, or I heard actually in this podcast I was was watching. Um, So this podcast was between, um, it's called Diary of a CEO or something like that. It's the first time I've ever watched it, just kind of popped up. Um, and this guy, the, the host was pod, you know, was, was talking and interviewing this guy named, um, you know what? I don't even know his name. He, he's the one, he's the author of the book relentless and he's the trainer of Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, um, and some other athletes. And he, right now, I guess he works with CEOs and stuff and just kind of general like success. Um, you know, he's kind of one of those, those companies, I guess now that, that helps people just elevate, you know, whatever it is in their life that they're, they're aspiring for. And he said, and, and this like hit me hard. So I'll tell you what he said and then kind of explain kind of my perspective. He said, if you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill of regret. And wow, let me tell you, it's just, it just kind of got me thinking like, cause I don't know, I, like a lot of the book relentless, which I never ended up finishing. Maybe I should have finished it, but I got, I got over halfway through, but basically he talks a lot about, you know, being the best, like winning, you know, is everything and, and this and that. And, and I didn't like super resonate with it. I was like, I like, I want to be successful, but I don't know that I need to be the best in the world. Like, like I'm happy with not mediocrity, but I, I'm just, you know, I don't aspire to be a trillionaire. I don't aspire to be, you know, uh, the best baseball player of all time, like the best surfer of all time, the best business owner. It's like, that, those aren't like, I would just, you know, my goal is, is kind of to be like the best husband of all time, the best father. Um, and, but part of that, 
naturally is is providing and and so it just you know that that bill of regret just hit really hard because a lot of times i will you know think in my head like oh you know you know you that that quote that gets thrown around a lot which is oh on your deathbed you're not going to be wishing you worked more and i mean that people a lot of people say that you know to justify not working harder than you know not working as hard as they should or, or not overworking right and and it kind of made me think like yeah all right i you know i can agree to that but at the same time when you're 45 or you're 50 or you're 55 and you realize you don't have the retirement that you should have set up you don't have you know the the money to to then be financially free as you know as a retired person when you realize you hit like 50 and you're like man all my dreams all my goals all my hopes that i kind of had for my life like those are kind of out of reach now like i don't know it's just like interesting how you kind of hit that like midlife crisis and and people get that bill of regret however on their deathbed they're like oh well you know at least i didn't spend too much time in the office or at least i you know, or, you know, or, or maybe some people have the bill of regret come at death as well, kind of on their deathbed. Long story short, like, I think the more we sacrifice in the moment, the better outcome we will ultimately have. And, you know, kind of when it matters, when we're looking back on our lives, like, I don't, I don't know that many people regret the things they've done when they've, you know, achieved something great, unless like that wasn't their end goal. Like you, you hear these stories of CEOs or, you know, these, these entrepreneurs, whatever they, they get divorced or they, they don't have relationships with their kids. And, you know, ultimately it's like if the business and making as much money as, as possible was their end goal, like, yeah, they, they succeeded. But if, in the back of their head, they really wanted a relationship with their kids or with their wife or, you know, not end in divorce, then, then they failed. And so it's like, at the end of the day, you need to do, I don't want to say you need to be selfish. Um, and you need to do what's right for you. But a lot of times, you know, I'm just saying you need to know what your success is. Like for me being, um, Elon Musk or being uh, Jeff Bezos like that that wouldn't be success to me um, because both of them have failed in their marriages have failed in their family um, for the most part and and of course there's a million different variables there um, from my perspective at least you know I don't know why they got divorced but I imagine a lot of it had to do with like they were just married to their job and for me that's like that's just the exact opposite of what I want for me um, probably because of my religious beliefs, because, you know, the way I was raised and whatnot. Um, and what I believe in at my core is like, to me, family is the most important thing. Like no matter what I do, um, I can't lose sight of that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just get on this, this success train and, and then become kind of a slave to, to making money when, when I clearly have enough for my needs. Um, and that's like one thing that has always scared me is like, 
and I, I don't, I don't want to say I like speak publicly about this, but like, I've always known or I've always thought that if I were to ever get divorced, it would be because I worked too much and I just didn't give enough time for, for my marriage and for my kids. And so that's kind of always kept me very focused of like, that is what I can't have happen. So I always have to keep everything in perspective. Um, and so it is, it is a balance for me personally is, you know, working enough to, to provide, but then also, you know, making time for my family and making time for, you know, going on dates with my wife and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, and for me, like, that's, that's what success is for me right now. Um, and I would say right now, I feel like my, my marriage is in a really good place. I feel like, you know, I have a good relationship with my son. I don't get to spend as much time with him as I'd like, but ultimately, hopefully by being a little bit more financially free, that would ultimately, um, improve my, you know, the, just the time I get to spend with him. Um, and I don't want to ramble too much, but I just want to leave you guys with that quote today is like, you know, let me reread it. I I just don't want to mess it up because it's so well said. If you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill of regret. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes I think working late at the office and putting in that extra hours in, in those extra hours, uh, will, you know, that will help you succeed will ultimately, help you avoid that regret, you know, that bill of regret. Um, and so, yeah, work hard, you know, shoot for that long-term happiness, which, which doesn't come from eating another donut and doesn't come from, um, you know, skipping out on workouts or waking up late. Um, and that was kind of the other point I wanted to make real quick was like, every decision has consequences. Like for me, waking up late this morning, um, you know, in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to like wake up later and feel so good. And the reality is like, I didn't feel much better when I woke up. I got to school late, you know, I just kind of messed my, I don't want to say I messed my whole day up, but it was a bummer because I feel a, a great sense of pride waking up at 5am, getting the day started, working hard, doing, you know, the right things. Um, but you know, a lot of times it's like, I wake up and I'm just like, Oh, I'm so exhausted. Like I'm so tired of this or that. And, and I, I just let that, that feeling over, you know, win ultimately win the, that argument and I go back to sleep and, and I just, I, I never feel that much better after I, I lose. Um, I always feel better when I wake up early. Like it's very, very rare that I regret waking up early. I mean, I, I can't even say that I ever have like woken up earlier than normal, um, woken up in the 5am club and regretted it. So with that guys, um, tomorrow, win the day, do the things that you know will make you successful. Stop overthinking things, just get to it, get after it. Um, and with that, that's been day 31 for you guys tomorrow. I, I know I'm going to get after it. Have a great day. Um, not going to eat that second donut. Um, right now I'm working on counting my calories and stuff like that. Um, and I use the lose it app, which is kind of misleading because I'm not really in it to lose weight necessarily. Um, you know, I probably want to lose a little weight, gain a little muscle all at the same time. Uh, but right now I'm in this phase of like just tracking my calories so I can get a better understanding of, 
of just the protein and you know the mac the macros and the the micro i don't know anything about that but i'm i'm kind of stepping in that direction of you know i'm tracking my calories right now which is a huge step in my in my kind of health and fitness because dude i i I literally used to think that everyone that counted their calories were, were insane. Like I was like, dude, that is just psychotic. I would never do that. It's not even accurate. Like I would make all these excuses. And now that I'm doing it, it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna put my, my health uh, a lot higher up on the food chain of kind of my life right now, you know, kind of give it priority because it is super important that in five, 10 years, I'm not just kind of like this slob, um, kind of a, 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 a victim or, you know, captive to, to my desires, you know, my, my, my natural, my natural man desires of just shoving my face full of food. Um, so I'm working on that. Like I said, step one, I'm, I'm tracking my calories first. Um, eventually I would, would like to track my macros and, and kind of make sure I'm getting enough protein and carb and all that good stuff. And, so yeah, that's where I'm at, guys. Love doing this podcast. Kind of gives me a minute every day to just reflect on the day, kind of what's been going through my head. Um, if you love that, drop me a five-star review. If you don't love that, no worries. Um, we will catch you on the other side. We'll catch you tomorrow for day 32. But as for now, this has been day 31, and we'll see you later.